And we are lucky enough to have the lead singer of the band Blue October on the phone with us right now. His name is Justin Furstenfeld. And Justin, first of all, thank you for being on the show this early morning. And second of all, man, what are you up to these days? What's going on right now? Uh, nothing, man. I'm just actually over here putting some last minute touches on the uh, album uh, and like the artwork and then putting out, I finished all the day and uh, heard that you guys were, I was I was blessed enough to have you guys want to talk to me, so. <laughs> That's nice. We've never heard that before. Thank you, man. I'm serious. I've done like maybe four, four interviews for this album so far, so thank you very much for, for wanting to talk to me. It's really cool, you guys. So uh, you said you were talking about doing some of the artwork. I know some of your paintings have been on the cover of previous albums. Are you going to incorporate any of your own stuff into this one? You know, I kind of tried to do something else to kind of kind of just... Uh, this vision in my head were, was more of a photography thing, and but I had the vision in my head of what I wanted uh, approaching normal to look like and what I wanted approaching normal to feel like. And I'm not a photographer, so I just got a really good photographer to shoot the pictures I wanted, and I kind of put it together and, and kind of put the story out. So I think you know, I didn't want to shove a bunch of dramatic paintings in front of you this time, you know. Uh, <laughs> I uh, wanted to let the music speak for itself, so. Now the first song we've got uh, from from the album is "Dirt Room," and the uh, actual single it came along with a picture on the front with a guy with tape, duct tape over him, all messed up. Is that you? Yeah, I knew it. Yes, yeah, that is. Yeah, 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 absolutely. And that's a that's a very very uh, deep video too. I imagine it probably was fun to shoot, huh? It hurt. Nah, I was like. Okay, so you're telling me you want me to uh, actually be pulled down these stairs? <laughs> yeah, yeah, on this body suit. I'm like, oh, I thought yeah, I had a stun double. Okay, I guess I'm in. Let's do it, baby. It was pretty cool, man. It was one of the coolest things I ever did. At least it was a hot and chick. thrown in a grave. Come on, that, that was pretty cool, too. So, um, you know, let's talk a little bit about Hate Me uh, and the success that you guys had beforehand. What about the transition from that last album, Foil, to where you are today? Is there is there some definite growth there, you think? That's a huge, huge change. Uh, that, the Hate Me campaign and the whole Foil campaign was, was a huge part of my life. It was like a, kind of like a grieving point in my life. And so it was a very sad album. You know what I'm saying? Uh it was a very hard album to tour for and to, to become successful off of because it was about so many things you weren't proud of. You know what I'm saying? And, uh, and, it, and it, was, it was great to see us succeed, but it was kind of at the same time, it was like, oh, man, boy, that's some karma for you. you know? mm-hmm. and, uh, and now this album is completely the opposite because um, it's, it's more about taking control of your life and not letting people... Um, We uh, we we play Dirt Room all the time. We love the song. We love the video. Uh, we can definitely tell you are putting your foot down in that thing. Are you angry at anybody in specific? Is that is that about somebody? That song? Yeah, it's definitely about somebody. I'm just not legally allowed to talk about. It, so, uh, <laughs> I uh, I have to say that uh, is, and uh, it's basically just about people who try to take them from you just because they see you succeeding and they want a little piece of your cake. They yeah. try to take some stuff off your plate and your family's plate and. Yeah, it could really hurt me, and uh, I didn't let it hurt me. So I used words instead of weapons, and just going and beating the out of him. You know, I had to write a song about it instead. Well, you know, um, we were lucky enough to get a chance to hear. 
Like, okay. Uh. <laughs> <laughs> we we were lucky enough to get a chance. Sure, sure. <laughs> we're not going to make Justin angry. No that's way. For sure. Not on this watch. We heard what well, we heard. Uh, seriously, you know those people, man. You know, you know who I'm talking about. The people that can't do anything for themselves. Yeah. Of course. We're looking forward to approaching normal. We had a chance to hear Say oh. It also an angry song, I would say. Uh, you think it's an angry song? It, well, I tell you what, I got <laughs> pumped up listening to it, man. I wanted to start saying stuff. <laughs> Yeah, I kind of see it as like, a, you know what, I'm so sick of hearing your voice, so just shut up song, you know what I'm saying? So, it's a, I guess it would be an English song, you know, but uh, empowering song, right? Well, we're very fortunate because you're going to be coming here uh, at the end of March and doing a little uh, private show for us, which we super appreciate. Yeah. And, um, March 29th. March 29th, yeah, yeah, you know the date for sure. And, you know, I, I have a, yeah. I, I love Blue October, I love you guys, you've been here a couple times, you played one of our X-Fests. And um, the last time you were in town, I'm gonna tell a little story here. You uh, you came in, we did an acoustic set. I interviewed you, and then I had to do a club gig that night, so I couldn't come to the show, and I was really bummed out about it. And uh, so your rep there, Kari, uh, brought you down to the club, and we had some drinks. Now the reason Blue October will forever live in infamy in my life and play a role in my life is because that night. Uh, several months before this, uh, I was dating a girl, and something really bad happened to her, and we had to stop dating for a while. And this particular night where you were playing and you came down to the club was the first time her and I were reunited. And uh, so I invited her down, and we were we were partying it up at the at the bistro. And you, you were gracious enough to have some drinks with us, and I think most of the band took off, but the crew guys stayed, and we were drinking with the crew guys, and they're like, hey, we're going to go back to the bus. And we're like, okay, so you know, we went to the bus, and, and the next thing you know, she ends up in the bus uh, to Salt Lake for like three days, and just kind of disappeared. And you I ended just, up in the bus? Yeah. Are she, you serious? Yeah, I'm dead serious. You just, you just love us then, huh? Yeah, well, here's the thing. That's how oh much I do love you. A, I don't blame your crew for wanting to take uh, her with them. Uh, but, you know, it's it kind of one of those things where you get to a certain point, and, you know, uh, again, a lot of your music has some angst in it, where some things transcend beyond just being angry. So I could see where a guy in my position oh, might yeah. be. I, I could see where a guy in my position might be angry with Blue October and the crew. But, you know, at the same time, I don't blame any of you guys. I love your guys' music. And um, so I won't be bringing a girl, though, to the <laughs> private show. Yeah, so, so one thing you got to realize is the crew and me are completely two different people. <laughs> <laughs> no, I know, I know, and I promise I will not. It's a totally different thing. And if you would have told me, I would have had your back and I would have beat the <laughs> out of the whoever took your girl. But it sounds to me like you didn't need her and you're not dating her anymore, right? No, 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 no. I kicked her to the curb. In fact, for the yeah. next three weeks, her name right. was Groupie Whore <laughs> on the radio. So, <laughs> ah, boy. And then I made fun of her for not even getting to the band. All uh, <laughs> right. Uh, Oh, there she just sat on a stinky crew on the Oh, my God. Real good girl, man. Real good girl. Real proud of you. Real proud of you with getting up there listening. Oh, man. Well, I, I just wanted to share that with you. That's, but a, that's a great story, dude. That's a great story. That's so crazy. Man. What were you doing? Did you say, like, okay, bye? Or did what? you say, you know what? 
here's, what happened, here's what happened, dude. She was on the bus, and we were on the bus together, and the crew guy got in between me and her. And you know, she looked uncomfortable because she'd been through some rough stuff with a guy. And I, I said, I'm going to go out and have a cigarette. I went out and had a cigarette. I come back in. She's kissing him. She was kissing the guy. Did you smack no, no, I, I know. No, no, I didn't cause the drama. Nothing, man. I just went up to her and I said, "Hey, oh, I think, I'm, I think I'm going to take off." And she's like, "Okay." So I left the bus. At which point, I was obviously super pissed. I went and got my truck. I came back to the bus, and I had been holding this rock that she'd given to me the entire time we were together. Uh, it was very symbolic. Oh, and I walked into the bus. I didn't say a word to him or to her, and I just handed her the rock, and I walked out. See, what you should have done is grab the rock, smack it over the dude's head, <laughs> and then uh, he can remember you, you know what I'm saying? So uh, every time she kisses him, he goes, ow, ow, ow. <laughs> well, <laughs> That's you know, really cool, you know, man. It's just like, you're done. Your dishes are done, girl. Get yeah, out of here. Exactly. Bye. Calm, cool, and collected, Justin. That's what it's all about. That's right, buddy. There That's you like, go. I go the complete opposite. I go calm, cool, and then snap. And I, go, <laughs> yeah. I don't know where I am. I'm in jail, and I'm calm. My manager bailed me out. Some guy said I hit him, and I'm joking. Big J definitely has a connection to Blue October, but he's he's more pumped. We're all pumped that you're coming here into town, and we again we thank you very much for uh, for doing this uh, private label show for us on the 29th. Oh, it's going to be a blast. That's cool. If you see any of those crew members, if they still work for me, you point them out. You point them out. I want to talk to them. <laughs> I've, I've, let, <laughs> I've let it go, Justin. I've let it kind of. <laughs> Oh, man, I don't let go. Don't you go that yet? <laughs> All right, well, I'll, I'll take a I'm look. Build and build and build. Let's do a lineup when they get here. When you get here, we'll do a lineup, and I'll see if I can recognize I'll them. I'll be like, which one of you guys? <laughs> Two, three, four. <laughs> that's funny as hell. Dude, man, that's a great story. Thank you guys for having me, man. I appreciate it, guys. That is Justin from Blue October hanging out with us uh, this morning on the morning after with Nick and Big J. And uh, great story, dude. Great story. I'm glad he liked the story. Yeah, that's good. It's part of the uh, it's part of the fun. Because so if, if he didn't like it, then we were in really, really deep trouble. But no, man, he was uh, he was down trying to help us out, which is good. I don't think the guys are uh, working for them anymore, though. They go Problem. through crew, crew guys pretty care. pretty regularly. Big J's over it. He's a better Kinda. man for it. I still love that girl. <laughs> You'll be fine. You'll be fine, trust me. Whore! There you go. It's the morning after with Nick Why and Big Why do J. I love you? No, no. <laughs> Nobody knows. Oh, God. Boy, between this and the uh, iPhone today, you're all over the map. Yeah, man. I got to go see Watchmen. It's the only thing that'll make it better. <laughs> Jeremy Shep came on the way, so is headline. Ex-workforce traffic. Uh, it is and time. Then I'm quitting smoking. I know. W- when does that start? Today. Oh, no. Because I'm out of money and smokes. <laughs> No better time to quit than today, then. <laughs> All right, let's take a look at uh, your traffic report one final time. Here is Susie Black. It looks like the freeway is still in pretty decent shape this morning, and we really haven't had any major slowdowns or delays from Nampa to Boise. And it looks like a couple of our accidents have already been cleared. One west of Middleton, Highway 44 at El Paso Road, also the one at Glenwood and Goddard. Tow trucks on the scene for our other one on eastbound Federal Way before Geckler. Still have some minor slowdowns. This up is from Q's Billiards and Eatery. For lunch, try Q's Burger, Fries, and Drink for $2.95. Just ask for the BFD or have their daily lunch special. Only $2.95 between 11 and 2 at Q's on Fairview between Cole and Curtis. I'm Susie Black, ex-workforce traffic. Workforce weather. And here is the weather expert, Scott Dorval's precision forecast from today's Channel 6 News. Well, if you're looking for the warmer temperatures, you're going to have to wait to the end of the week.